So this is the bludgeoning for another week. The <laughs> second installment of the official of the official switch, right? Yeah. Uh, we've been slogging through a long ass time. Yeah. Today we did two full episodes, pretty much. So we're just gonna keep this short. This is the intro. We interviewed uh, Jeremy Perkins from. Yohim and Weekend and his buddy Barry or Battery or Battery. Good guys. <clears throat> really good. This is a really fun Great interview. guys. Great interview. Super fun. This they might were, be the finest interview we've done. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, I didn't know how well connected they were. Yeah. Really cool guys, man. I mean, keep supporting Canadian metal, Canadian <clears throat> doom, Canadian yeah. everything. Like, I mean, we should, we make fun of CanCon a lot because it's fun. Yeah. But honestly, like, it's great that we're that we're forced to do a lot of great. Yeah, like a lot of bands wouldn't exist without it. Yeah, right? when like, so. and uh, you know, they're from Montreal. They're keeping it. They're keeping it on lockdown in Montreal with some. I mean, Montreal is the hub of Canadian metal. Man. Yeah. Like, I wish it would bleed over into Ontario. <laughs> yeah. I mean I wish it was Toronto, but it's not. So yeah. I mean good on Montreal. I mean these are these are fucking good old Canadian boys making some great metal, some great riffs. Drinking beers. Drinking beers. This is a, lo- a really fun interview we yeah. did with these guys. I'm gonna have a bitch of a time editing out the swear words. For the radio portion, yeah. yeah. But if you're listening on the podcast portion, I mean yeah. some good stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> these are these are these are good guys having <laughs> yeah. a good time. And then uh, after that we we did a pretty really in depth interview uh not interview review, review of the Rivers of Nile album. Yeah. Uh, where the owls know my name. Some could say too in depth. Yeah, I, I liked it though. I like that uh, Rivers of you know do you know the song by Fear? New York City's alright if you like saxophones. No, Rivers of Nile is all right if you like saxophones. Yeah, well, a few songs anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Well, enjoy the interview. This is a lot of fun. This is a fun episode. Um, Yeah, support Canadian metal. Listen to these guys. Listen to our show every Saturday night. Yeah, the bludgeoning nine to midnight. We'll get to that in the end. Oh yeah. Right. All right. Peace. All right. See ya. Enjoy the interview. Hey, Jeremy, how's it going? Good, you? Not bad. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. How are you guys doing? We're, we're feeling pretty good. Yeah, pardon What have you been uh, playing before? Uh, we're not on the radio right now. We're doing the, the podcast. And then oh, we... you're just doing the podcast firsthand? Okay, so you'll tell me when it like, comes in? Yeah, yeah, it'll be... Uh... Okay. Next week. I next got the singer with me, so I'll pass over uh, Barry from EO on that, at a certain part, you know? Cool. Sounds good. Getting us at the end of a jam. So what are we going to do? How long you want? Uh, whatever, 10, 15, 10, 15 minutes. minutes, whatever. Wow, that's a fucking century. Well, <laughs> we were thinking about doing like an eight-hour shift if yeah. you're down for that. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, I'll make it sweet and simple with you guys. Let's try to bring it to half or something, you know? Whatever, you, whatever works for you. Whatever buddy. works for you, man. Yeah, four hours. Yeah, cool. And don't worry, you don't have to worry about swearing because we can edit it out. Yeah, yeah, that's a big error with me if I'm not there with you. 
Yeah. <laughs> with EOM and stuff, it was kind of hard. It was kind of passionate, but uh, whatever. Anyways. Uh, this is, yeah, what's up? So uh, we weren't really terribly familiar with your work before uh, John got in contact with us, but over okay. the past, past few weeks, we've been listening to it. Um, so why don't we just start off with you telling us your story and uh, give us a little bit of background on, on where you came from. Yeah, in the scene in Montreal when I came back uh, about eight years ago, um, I, I, I happened to have some people at, at arm's reach in the area that were already in the metal scene. And uh, coming back, you know, with, with the opportunity with, uh, you know, black metal and doom as a base, uh, we were able to, to, to release a first album with Hill um, that was kind of like a, a doomy, rocky, but, you know, the, the metal took over. Uh, and by the second album, it was this, you know, pr- pretty huge death uh you know, black metal album. Uh, you had to do me breaks and whatnot, but I lost myself somewhere in that where, you know, the blues, the rocky feel of each riff change and everything was no longer present. So we did a side project and uh, I was able to get a good drummer uh, with, with a jazz background just to, to bring it down without any double pedal, just, you know, single pedal. Um, Matt from Cryptopsy, you know, always likes to just to use his cleans on an album if he can, uh, when I give him a nice little riff. So we came together with this, you know, sleep style, you know, doomy, you know, something that people could recognize. If you get too progressive and you lose the people, you lose the interest. So mm. you have to blend black metal and doom in a way where, you know, it's presentable. So with yeah. the weekend, we were able to do it the last six months. So three guys, you know, a bassist, a new bassist, you know, a new drummer, uh, and just one guitar. Uh, I'm using your typical Marshall, you know, uh, head. You know, J- I got the JVM 410H, you know, with the, you could get a nice J- JCM 800 sound, but a Mesa boogie bottom. And then I hit the splitter, it's like, you know, any major doom, and you got like another stack that starts up an old JCM 900 from the early 90s, right? I'm playing this through a single coil strat oh, with, yeah. you know, yeah, 12 pedals on a board. So when we're hitting the fucking, you know, the big muff and the fuzz, you're feeling it, right? Yeah. So yeah. We've kind of brought it down a couple of speeds and, you know, it's, it's, it's down to a, a nice mix where it's rocky. I was able to, I had the room one weekend to add some blues influence, you know, uh, solos in, in, in off beats where you don't really see it usually in Doom, right? No, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. You're, you, what you're saying about how you kind of like to, combine the doom and black metal sounds but to make it fuller and more interesting that is exactly like i know exactly what you're saying because yeah a lot of times with doom and with black metal it can get kind of boring but when you combine them it's very rich and it's a very full sound you definitely nailed yeah, what that, you're going for uh, yeah and when someone's reviewing it i mean i don't put much on our website unless it's like a big you know platform or whatnot but you know the, the most of the reviews that you get someone that won't notice you know wow he's doing like a john lee fucking hooker solo right there yeah. You know, he's gonna say, he's gonna say like oh you know you have like a nice blend where black metal meets but in an appropriate way not in blending a bo- not in a genres. boring way yeah exactly so it's blending those two where you know where you're making that change towards a, a tempo where you're, you usually have like a double pedal yeah instead of just your your rock that's the key to make that blend and and that's what we pulled off with Ill Woman that's continuing the weekend but we're talking like six months ago I wrote these songs. So what I want to go into is more the clean channel on the Marshall head, you know, right. and bring you guys a little bit more doomy, rocky stuff that, you know, 
the last like nine minutes. You know, with a nice flange going. Oh yeah, Doom is uh, Doom is making a big comeback right now in the yeah huge with Bellwitch and Chemist. These are some of the biggest bands in the metal scene right now. Yeah, there's a lot of respectable uh, Canadian bands as well uh, that are um, with the band from Alberta again. Uh, Wood Hawkwood. Oh Wood, yeah, Hawk, yeah. They were just yeah, they were just they were great. just in Hamilton. They're well, really they're, good. Yeah, yeah. They're great. I got some. Bro- I mean, we're we're coming from a scene in Montreal where Dope Throne comes from. I know Vince from Dope Throne like from back in the day. I haven't spoken to him like in ten years, but back in the day when everybody was going to these scenes in Montreal and Doom was like totally underground with punk and Pink, punk was still pretty you know big. Uh, you you had these really big bands and, and and Dope Throne is one of those big respects. I mean those Electric Wizards of Canada. Oh yeah. I mean they've really brought it to the front and they they they, they made this huge void where you know the companies will take a they'll take the risk to bring a band like that to Montreal you know on the tour. Well, so that, that's what we're seeing more and more. You know what is it? Okay, so we're from here in Ontario. I'm not sure where you're from. You're not, are you from Montreal originally? Or? Yeah, we're in Montreal. Yeah, originally. Yeah, yeah. I was I was running around. I mean, I do I do contracts. I'm a marketing guy. You know, I, I do events and stuff. You know, so you're all over North America. I came back to Montreal years ago. Like I so what it, was at the beginning. Yeah. What and, is uh, what is it about Montreal that has made it the metal hub of like every time there's a fucking sick yeah, new metal band from enough, Canada. There's enough people. There's enough heads to actually make all those sub-genres and little drawers and, 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 and you know, a, a big piece of wood of metal that there's enough people to show up to a show for every genre. Mm-hmm. You won't have everybody just showing up for a big show. Of course, if D-Sides come into Montreal or if any, any big bands are coming to Montreal or you got festivals, you know, you see pretty much the scene there. Right. But when it comes to any subgenre, like you're just death or you know speed blast or doom or you know stoner doom or each genre has a huge amount of followings in a, in a, in a place like Montreal where uh, it's more generational. You didn't lose that gap. The kids just didn't get lost. They had enough buddies that congregated in those type of genres. The, the, the uh, culture is completely separate. Yeah. Too. So we were. I mean, we 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 wrote it, and the marketing strategy that I usually do post-production of everything just to, to, to get the eye out. You know, we're, 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 we're on average 35 years old in, in, in the last two bands. You know, I'm in a weekend. You know, it's like, you know, Matt from Cryptopsy. You know, we're not getting any younger. No, yeah. So we're not, we're not touring. We got major things going on. But just to be able to market it right, get enough word out, you know, it's just something to listen to. And uh, if the people love it, you know, I'm happy. And uh, I, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to play with these, you know, these players to continue that, you know. How'd you get hooked up with uh, Matt from Katopsy? Just from being in the scene? Because I noticed that he does... Matt, no, Matt, no, actually. You know, the guys from Dokedrome and certain people, yeah, there's a past. But no, he just happened to be the front man. And we were doing albums, you know, at different, you know, studios like The Grid, which is Donaldson from, uh, you know, the guy that's been with Cryptopsy forever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Matt just came into the scene, you know, uh, you know right field and uh, replaced... And had a hard time. I mean, people rejected the guy, right? Well, it's replacing real. Lord Worm isn't the easiest. But now thing he's yeah. Do. Now they're more warm about the idea, and he's the he's the head guy for for Cryptopsy. But they're doing amazing. I mean, they're self-produced now, and uh, all these bands from Montreal. The reason why the Flames still alive is they're still playing, but they're not dragging it like ZZ Top. They're not seventy yet, you know. No, yeah. They're in their thirties. They're in their forties. It's yeah. still rolling. Gore guts. is still killing right. it too. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about the scene? Let's talk to Barry Butler. He's with AOM. He's singing on two songs with Weekend. He's from BC. He'll talk to you about how the scenes come together. You have some time for that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All Absolutely. right, let's get it going. Absolutely. Hey, brother. How you doing? How you doing, buddy? 
Oh, it's Friday. I can't complain. <laughs> yeah. Right on. End of the week. Awesome. Getting into the beers, are you? Oh, yeah. Right on. Get her yeah, down. I got a check. Speaking of which, I need to go grab You need a beer? When you hear something. I need a beer. I'll, 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 I'll let you know. Yeah, well, hello? Yeah. yeah, what's up? Anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm back. So you boys are in the bludgeoned. There were the radio show called the bludgeoning. Yeah. Oh, okay. The bludgeoning. I thought you were in the band, the bludgeoned, the bludgeoning. I'm like, really? No. So those I, guys are grindy as fuck. I saw we we I saw that after we had our we had branded our show and our podcast and everything. <laughs> yeah. I saw there was a band called that, and I'm like, fuck. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Yeah. No, there isn't. And they I'm are good. Yeah, the <laughs> dude, they're brutal as fuck. They're coming here next uh, in the summer. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to check them out because I, I didn't even know that they were a thing. Huh. Yeah, man, they're fucking. If you like Death Grind, they're pretty sick. Oh, yeah. Everybody's just dropping their phones here. So, tell us about the Montreal scene. Apparently, you're the expert. Well, I've, I've, I've got a lot of connections across the country. I started out in Vancouver playing in the grind scene out there. Um, I met a, a, a really good friend of mine by the name of Stephen Henry who played who started a band called Naraxis. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, huge. oh, yeah. yeah. I'm aware of Naraxis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Stephen and I became very good friends after they had played my, my ex-band Tard from Vancouver had opened a show for them and then we had this, like, this crazy-ass 200-person and party at my house for him and then so I moved out here from Vancouver five years ago and the scene here is a totally different animal than anywhere I've ever played yeah it's it's amazing just due to the fact that you have so many venues and you have so many bands that are of such excellent caliber of musicianship that you know you do shows with so many different people and it just pushes you to go like better as a musician just due to the fact that there's so yeah and people show up here yeah you, you said you just you said ahead. you lived in Vancouver yeah man yeah me too I used to live there too oh yeah where are you from I, I lived in the uh, east end yeah where uh, I lived at first and commercial Nice. I'm from 28th and Main. Oh yeah, nice. Little Mountain. Yeah. Do you know what I was <laughs> gonna say? Baby. The fucking metal scene in Vancouver uh, sucks, man. Yeah, dude. I saw <laughs> Napalm Death at the Rickshaw Theater with 20 people there. Oh, I fucking hate that venue so much. It's nothing but a big box of cement. I know. I <laughs> know, uh, dude. It bounces around. So I remember seeing Hate Eternal there, and I was just like so disappointed. A because Flesh Rod from Flesh Flesh God Apocalypse yeah. had opened. I like to call them Flesh Rod Cock on Lips. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that band. Yeah. Passion. Dude, they just got too much going on. Well, it's not that they got too much going on. It's they have too much going on that doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. Like, I know. With it's nice. Eom was a six piece. And we had two guitarists, a bassist, a drummer, me, and a, and a French horn player. And we had no problems coordinating how things worked. Like, sonically, it was a machine. Yeah. But Flesh Rod is just a mess. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a loud mess. When you put that symph- the symphonic shit out yeah, of it, it's just too is much. so bad. Yeah. It's too much. Too digital. Yeah, too much. Too, too digital. You don't get a lot. That's the thing. That's what I love about Montreal. 
Montreal, there's none of that bullshit. This city is full on, like, every genre that plays here is professional as hell. Yeah. Like, you get, like, quality bands, like, in the metal scene, like, you get, like, Beyond Creation, Cryptopsy, Gorgots. 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 Cryptopsy, yeah, as we said before. Is Arcspire uh, from there, too? You no, know, Archspire from Vancouver. Oh yeah, friends of mine, that's actually. right. Yeah, fuck their drummer. Totally. Their drummer, man. Holy shit. Yeah, Spencer's a beast. Spencer's a monster. Toby and I are good friends. We used to play. He used to play in a band called Muspelheim. Okay. And Tard used to. Do, Tard went on a tour with them. They're good people. Toby's a machine. Jared's amazing. Like every one of those boys are amazing caliber musicians. I saw somebody on yeah. on their Ask Reddit thread was like is your dad a fucking sewing machine or something <laughs> that dude can that dude can fly hello uh oh did we lose you sorry about that you were saying something with their amq on reddit oh yeah about how he was talking about how his uh someone asked the drummer of arcspire if his dad is a sewing machine <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard drumming oh that God, fast in my I'm, life. I'm going to have to ask Spencer that next, when I talk to him next. <laughs> hey, man, who's your dad a sewing machine? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, that's the thing. In this city, and, and, like, being in the metal scene here, what what blows my mind is just the fact that how organized everything is. Like, back in B.C., Everybody who you jam with and who you play in bands with, your best friends with, you hang out with, you 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 hang, you drink, you smoke, you bleed, you fuck together. But here it's a business, and that's what makes it different. Here you go to rehearsal, you have everything all set up, and there's it's it's like you don't you're not yeah, but you're not your buddies with your bandmates. You know what I mean? Here here it's money and it's business. Yeah, and like dudes are playing in like, regardless of what you play, you're playing in like four or five different bands at a time. Right. I mean, I've got Elam. I've got I'm I'm singing for Wiccan for a couple of songs. I've got my best friend who I live with, who is my buddy Stephen. Him and I have Empathy Denied together. Yeah, we're all producing albums. Plus, I've got my own project that's going to be coming out soon that I'm doing called Flesh Peddler. <laughs> it's kind of a yeah, it's kind of a putrid pile thing with yeah. me doing all like the all the instruments like and then live I'll play guitar and sing. Like a porno grind yeah. kind of thing? No, 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 no. It will kinda of porno grind, but it's gonna be more along the lines of a butcher pimping meat. <laughs> <laughs> it works in both angles, like flesh peddler is a pimp, but a, bar, a butcher is also a flesh peddler. Yeah. So if you're selling ground up hooker meat, it all kind of works. <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible, that's brutal. That's an idea. Well, I hope it fucking pans out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Yeah, it was All fucking right, awesome. You're more than welcome. Are you guys going to fucking awesome? You guys are going to be at. Are you guys? Are we going to be able to party with you guys at Heavy MTL this summer, or what? Oh, you you can find me all over Heavy. So I'll pass you back to Jeremy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for hanging out. Peace. Uh, yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, thanks for hanging out, man. Is there anything you want to plug? Anything we can expect coming out? Well, I mean, welcome to the family, guys. I mean, it's, uh, it's a big Doom Group fucking family, and uh, we're, we're glad that you guys are able to play this shit, you know? Oh, fuck yeah. How do you guys yeah. like the album yourself? Uh, How will you guys plug it? Oh, yeah. Well, we're, we'll, here, we're here to plug the release. We're Friday, gonna, yeah, we're Friday gonna, the 13th. I did it purposely. You didn't notice? It's Friday the 13th. I didn't even think about that. No. no. Fuck a week. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's just, it's cool. We'll be, whatever. We'll be playing it, it on, happens to be, right? on the Saturday. So we'll be, yeah, idea, we'll be playing it the Saturday right afterward. Yeah. yeah. I just play the whole fucking that. thing. The whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll start to finish. Thing. We'll play it three yeah. times in a row. That'll just be from 9 to 12 a.m. Just... But yeah, with a single coil fender pedals and two Marshall stacks, that was a sound. What the band's really happy about is the outcome of the sound. Yeah, just the yeah, overall great. sound of the album came out good. It could have, it could have went, you know, anyway. Anyway, I mean, you're you're dealing with a lot of different uh, settings. You know, the basses has a pedal board. It came out good. Yeah, I can't wait to. Uh... And, and and you know, Silverwings, Montreal, man. Fuck yeah! It's a great, great studio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we're thank thanks for hanging out with us, guys, and we'll uh, we'll touch try and touch base with you guys at Heavy. Yeah. If you want to party Around or whatever. The see you in a, yeah, see you in a couple months, man. Thanks All a lot, right, man. man. Have a good night. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Whoa. All right. All right. All right. How long? Was, how long was that? Uh, about. 19 minutes yeah they were they thought 10 minutes was gonna be an eternity yeah. and then they just wanted to chat good we guys had a great time good guys man i could have stayed chatting with them all night oh i know yeah. it's gonna I be mean, pretty crazy it's almost perfect that they were drinking because they were really loose oh yeah that's gonna be a tough fucking one to edit though <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah a couple of drunk canadian metalhead puts boys. fucking alexi leo to shame <laughs> yeah. What did he say? Peddling hooker meat? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. That's to, a big, long beep. You yeah. have to do what they do in met, um, Metalocalypse. Do the fucking... Yeah. Every time they swear, just put the I was, pinch yeah. on Y. Like, yeah, I will do that. Yeah, do that. That was great. I, was, I really enjoyed that. That was a lot. Yeah, that was good, awesome. Good guys. Yeah. What a, great, what a great way to come back to the podcast. Yeah. This is the bludgeoning now. Welcome back. Yeah, and we just got, there's, well, a, there's a, I forgot to tell you, there's a band called The Bludgeoning, a Yeah, band. yeah, yeah. I know. What it's they, a very metal they, name. Are they Grindcore, or what do you just like say? It's a Death Grind. Yeah. Death. Okay, what's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> you got like, I, said, I don't even I like know. how I threw a porno grind, and you guys were like, what the fuck is There's like, grind? uh. Yeah, I, did you Dude, see you my face do, when you said yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, like, porno grind, it's a real genre. You can get your doctorate in anthropology just on death Porn, metal just on genres yeah oh yeah that's it's insane that one guy here has it i think oh the sam guy yeah. from uh as black actually, runs black you actually go to university and you yeah actually... he studied in university yeah he, stu he studied metal anyway not... yeah not but like the guy he's he's got the subgenres down to a science all right let's get into our album review eh yeah so we're gonna do the rivers of nile let's do rivers of nile yeah you listen to it colin I th yeah, I've listened to it while I was working out. Like, it's it's tough. Like, I'm I know. Working out and I'm I know. Just, like, I had that problem. It's so annoying. I, I try to listen See, to the podcast and I just like lose track. Mm -hmm. It's it's hard. Like, anyways. Anyway, yeah. No, from what I heard, it was really good. I'll fucking I listen to the I listen the shit out of it. <laughs> so all right, well I'll, let's I'll go. Let's go it. through a track by track. This is the new uh, <clears throat> the new Rivers of Nile album. 
It's called uh, what, what's it called? The Where Owls Know Where My Owls Name. Where Owls Know My I Name. I love that yeah. album cover. So okay, so, oh, I know. so this is what we're gonna do, Colin. So cool. We're gonna go through a track by track, kind of give our thoughts on it, and then we're gonna give a, t- a score out of ten in five different categories, and then we'll give our total score. It sounds like an a test, aggregate and score. I fail already. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna put our math heads together yeah. and see how many. Uh, so and there the are five categories: are album artwork, musicianship, general opinions, brutalness. Production and lyrics. Okay. So the album is um, where uh, where owls know my name. Yeah. It's a pretty fucking cool title. I, I know. Say. And I love. Okay. So the album well, starts. I off, love owls in general. So the album starts off with Cancer Moonspeak. It's so cool. Which you know is what's so weird. Um, listening to that track, the opening track, you you uh, they've got like a backing vocals, and it sounds like Colin. Sounds like Colin on the Wanderers. Oh, <laughs> next it, time, next time you listen to it, fucking listen to it. I want to like, hear this right did now. Did they fucking steal our fucking <laughs> shit? If, see, it's like let's just go through the back channels of YouTube and find yeah. the weakest ass fucking weak. We're featured on Blabbermouth. No, I know that's that's really cool. So if the whole album was that song. I would have loved it. <laughs> what song? That song. Like, that intro song is so cool, and, and it's next so weird. And then the next song is called... Uh, so, the they, first song is just like an intro. Yeah. Weird. Ambient. Ambient, weird thing speaking over top of some trippy sound effects. It's really cool. What the, one is the one that sounds like me? The very the beginning. The very first very one. Beginning. First one the yeah. very beginning of the first one. Just like, you gotta listen. To, like, it's it's covered up, but it's, it's in there. So, then the second song is called... Um, <clears throat> Second song is called like the, 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 silent the Silent Life. Light, the yeah. Silent Life. And this is one of the coolest metal songs I think I've ever heard. The sax. The saxophone. Yeah. So there's, a, there's See, alto sax in this, oh, on this yeah. album. That's, man, Tech Death, I hate to say it, has become a stale fucking genre. Yeah. It's just the same fucking it's thing. So, pounded into your head every fucking time. It's oh, all this. I can sweep on my bass. Yeah. Oh, I can sweep on my guitar and tune with or in melody with and the bass. Well, and the fucking you know, necrophagus kind of like well they start pione- like they pioneered it and no. mastered it right away no. and then everybody but else then was just like nothing they they just copied it yeah, I know but there, these guys man throwing the sax in and there's and a just, solo on this song it's so crazy that is insane dueling solo between the alto sax and the guitar yeah that blew my fucking mind apart yeah it was amazing incredible. That, I'm, I'm so happy that somebody innovated the well, genre. It was just so weird because you're like, oh, Colin, it kind of sounds genty. So well, it did. But it, at the same time, like we can, t- we can dig it. You it's know? it's it's blending, like it's it's blurring lines. That's what it's doing. I love blurring. Okay, lines. well, the, talking blurred lines. <laughs> I fucking love. <laughs> me some blurred lines <laughs> uh, you like the music video well i do well you know, i'm more of a fan of uh the theme songs his dad wrote oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> baby moving on i think he wrote that didn't he i have no idea anyway, uh, all, we're all, moving off topic all, all i was gonna say is with the sax and everything like i recently just got into listening to like coltrane who's like a saxophone player who Literally spent his whole entire life mastering music theory and sax and blending all these different genres from all this other music, even like Middle Eastern music and all this other stuff and the fluidity that you can actually 
get out of a sax and knowing all this stuff with it, like blending that with metal, like that's what kind of the feel I got with this. Cause it's just like, you never know. Like our brains always trying to predict what's ha- going to happen yeah. next. Like even the words that I'm speaking, you're, that's what makes humor and fears, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's fucking off. But I, I just love when bands like this incorporate things. I think that's like from rudimentary things that like that's when shit fucking makes your spine tingle because you're trying to predict it and then it's just like whoa well that's what i was driving i was like oh my god this is fucking crazy this is so cool and this song blew my blew me away it's like almost seven minutes it's amazing Mm. right and i was like this is really good and then we'll go on to the next song okay the next song is a home this song fucking sucks it's not good this, this track before this, The Silent Life, yeah. is one of the coolest, most innovative metal songs, tech death songs I've ever heard. And then this song is right back to standard tech death. Yeah. It's gen- I mean, it's genty as fuck. It's... Like, you think there's, do you think the drummer knows how to use a fucking bass drum? Holy shit. This album is a sonic attack on my ears at yeah. points with the, with the double bass. And it's really frustrating because at one point, there's the song, like the last song, The Silent Life, which is one of the best metal songs I think I've heard in a, in a long time. And then this, the next song is just like, oh, it's such a, it's so disappointing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's no, the middle yeah, of the I mean, album. It's almost like the climax where it's like the buildup almost, you know, it has to be that intense and Yeah, point. it comes in and it smashes you in the face and then it kind of like draws. Yeah, it's just like, but this, this song is trying to punch you in the face too. Like it's heavy as fuck. It's brutal. It's just generic. It's just it sounds like every other tech yeah, band I've ever Yeah, but that's heard. the thing. They're like that, that, that genty yeah. bass is just. It's not quite. Like it's not the like you can't quite play it. You can't quite play it with one hand. No, but it's just it's very genty at times. The double bass is very in your face. But I mean, I don't I don't notice a big break. I like I like the song because I just the whole fucking album has a feel to it, and I used to like a lot of Tech Death. Yeah. So I I I don't say I don't notice shit like that, but I. When they, when they break into like that's obviously something like growing pains. Maybe they're trying to innovate, but they they're just so yeah ingrained in that sound. Yeah, and I to- I totally like I totally get where you're coming from and why people like tech death. It's not my favorite genre. I just thought it was so cool how innovative these first two tracks were, and then I was just like, oh man. Yeah, and then the next song, like it's barely even distinct. Oh, the track number four, "Old Nothing," it's barely distinguishable from track number three. I barely even notice the difference. I love "Old Nothing." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's they're fine. There's nothing wrong with the tracks. I just find they they just blend together. Yeah, I love this that song, this "Old tech- Nothing." I love it. That's uh, that's one of my favorites on the album, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I need to re-listen because I was just so blown away by the first two tracks that I was like. It just doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it might just be a pacing issue. You know what I mean? Like a lot of bands have problems. They'll write fucking awesome songs, but they'll put them in the wrong order. Yeah. And Sephirum has that problem with like every single album. Mm. Like you listen to Two Paths, I'm I'm sure it's a good album, but the fucking pacing is way off. 
Yeah. Like way off. I know. And like you get you get excited in one song and then the next song is just like it just it doesn't you don't ease into it. And like okay, so we'll go we'll go into the next song, no track number five. Subtle change, including the forest of transit on and dissatisfaction. The dis- the including the forest of transcendentation and the dissatisfaction dance. What a song name! What a song name! That is so cool. That is class. That like that's like Nile level song title almost. Yeah, yeah. chapters of obedience <laughs> and, uh, permitting the noble dead to descend to the yeah. underworld. And that's a short title for Nile. Yeah, some of their older albums, it's like fifteen, twenty, oh, man. twenty uh, word names. But this song. Right back to fucking awesome. Yeah. Right back to awesome. That's like I was saying. It's a bit of a pacing issue. The sax is right back in there. Like, I never thought I'd say this about an album before, but this Tech Death album needs more sax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a craving, and yeah. the only solution is more saxophone. Like it, I never thought I needed saxophone in my death metal before. No. But holy I know. shit, it sounds I, First so time I listened good. to it, I was like... Is that a fucking saxophone? That's a fucking saxophone. Is that a fucking one of those brass things? Who, they, who do they think they are? George Michaels did a bunch of cocaine. Fucking It fits so well though. It, and like the way the guitar player plays like along with the sax is insane. Yeah, it's melodic. I don't know how many times they must have practiced this Fall shit. But it's like like I wonder see I wonder if it's on an a trigger. issue there's an issue with bands like these. Mhm. Can they do it live? Yeah. That's the thing. The the Faceless, I started their first two albums were fucking awesome. It was when I was right in my tech death area and uh I was I was into it. I loved it. I saw them live and it just completely turned me off cuz they were fucking awful. Yeah. Like straight up they stand there and they fall so hard and yeah. they're so bad that the whole band quit. Did you hear that? No. Recently? Yeah. Every member quit except for one guy. The and the he's planning a tour. Yeah. They fucking go through more members than Elvati. Oh, wow. Which is a lot. Yeah. Elvati's so, had like 30 members. Yeah. Was the guitarist the founder of the band? I don't know, but I maybe. I'm thinking maybe it's one of those becoming the archetype things where the whole band is just turned over by yeah. now. And it's like a... a isn't that uh, weird how they do that? It's just like, you're a band. You know, normally when you start a band, it's like... Five it's dudes your, that you yeah. usually know, or it's just like you get together, and then all of a sudden it's just like people get drink swapped with in and, and out. With. You have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you bleed and you sweat and you fuck with. Uh, that was pretty jokes. Oh, party. Oh, man. So, <laughs> Did you just say I love partying? No, I just said, I just said, I just said party. <laughs> I, was, I was just listening to an interview with Andrew WK, and the dude uses party as a, um, as like a comma. He'll just be like, party. <laughs> <laughs> I love Andrew WK, man. That guy's my hero. Oh my god, he's so good. He's a fucking greasy dude, man. He doesn't change his clothes ever. Party. They're like <laughs> white and, and they turn yellow. Yeah, like his, real, his, his, his religion is party. Yeah, I know, man. So, but it's, he's like, he's like, partying is, party is whatever you want it to be, man. He's like, partying can be like, 
partying, drinking, whatever, or it can just be like you just chilling, playing video games. That's party too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get back. So to that it. song that is amazing, nine minute epic. The clean, I really like the clean vocals on this album. I'm usually not a, a fan of clean singing at all. But I thought it worked. I thought it worked really good on that song, especially with the saxophone and the and the um, and the piano too. Actually, yeah, I really don't mind. Actually, no, am I getting a couple? No, there's piano on it, right? Or am I getting? Oh yeah, well, synth, synth, yeah. And there's also um, a, a harp, I think it is. Um, yeah, uh, cello. There's a death. <clears throat> what it is? That's what's right. It's not a harp or a synth. It's not. A, it's not a synth. It's a cello. On this, is it? On this song, yeah, it's a cello. It's really cool. It really fits in with the sax and like it's just so innovative and cool. And it's like this like great ten minute song. So then we get into track number six, Terrestria three, Wither. I wonder is there Terrestria one and two? I don't know. I don't. I'm not really. Familiar I've with never. Them. Yeah, I've never listened to their stuff before this album. So this song, <clears throat> to be honest, I don't even remember listening to it. Yo, no, see, that's just, just, that was my thing with this album too. Is I kind of trailed off. At well, the end. that's the thing about the tech death stuff is like the. The generic Genty songs I found, I, I, I couldn't decipher them from it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this song's over. We're, all, we're into the next one already. And the next one at Hollow. Hollow was another another one of those uh, straight-up Genty ones. It was fine. If you like Gent and you like Tech, tech Death, it's fine. The musicianship on all these songs is incredible. But then we get to track eight, which is my favorite non super innovative song on the album called death is real Dude, that this song is great For- my problem is i'm always listening to albums and i never look at them while i'm listening to them right. so i don't i don't remember track names as much until i find like the bereavement and i listen to it 18 well, times well see this is the thing i was listening to it in my work car and it has all the song, song titles right up on this yeah screen. it's on bluetooth right so i can see them right in front of me isn't it crazy like how much visuals can help with the auditory experience oh like, just totally and some sometimes i don't like it telling me how much is left in the track i just like to experience it yeah but just like but just being able to see like the, the like, name of the track you're like, saying oh, okay. like the visual more with the radio show remember you see how like close it is to the end it's like Oh shit! Yeah, because we're about to like go out. Like, yeah. oh. Do you remember when Tim Lambesis wasn't a fucking heel? Yeah, <laughs> and the guy from Asley dying. Oh yeah, and they made that band right before he fucking went to jail. Man, called Pyrithian. Oh. I don't remember that. Yeah, they're so good, and like Colin was saying, so good. The album artwork on that was fucking amazing, and then on YouTube they had like, it was like animated. It was so fucking I've seen cool. a few. It was like a big fucking reaper, and he had like a flaming goblet in his hand. And a, and a, and a, and a pack of steroids in one hand. Yeah. <laughs> and tits. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a contract killer uh, notice in the one hand. And a cop. <laughs> it was a cop. <laughs> fucking idiot. Man, what an idiot. Who, th- who thinks that you can pay a contract killer a thousand bucks <laughs> he was all juiced up how man. fucking st- yeah this guy will kill somebody for a thousand bucks what the fuck i wouldn't even like i wouldn't even sell weed I wouldn't for a thousand bucks a person <laughs> no yeah i know i wouldn't that's even, not even worth the lawyers for an assault charge no i wouldn't even drive cab for a few yeah, days for a thousand bucks no um all right let's get back yeah. and finish this off okay next song where owls know my name Saxophone solo on this song, 
<laughs> Incredible. I'm telling you, sacks, 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 sacks. Rivers of Nile needs to hire Zach Strauss full-time. He's not band. full-time. No, he's only on four songs on this album. Oh, he's, oh, a, he's a guest man. studio musician. This dude needs to be hired full-time in this band, I'm telling you. So what do they do live? It's probably just samples. I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah, Those I'll, tech death guys, they need a dude on a computer. Like, Beyond Creation had that, too. They had a dude on a computer beside them. I don't know why. Yeah, they, they use a programming life, like a computer. Yeah. That's a lot of these tech death stuff. This stuff's so complicated, they have to have these triggers. And that's another thing about this. The bass drop triggers. Why? You're heavy as fuck already. I know. You don't need the bass drop triggers. Like, it drives me nuts. Uh, I hate bass and metal. I, I always have. It's not necessary. And that's fast. That's like when I, I like saw it. that. Uh, what's yeah? You're young. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's that? Sh- that shitty deathcore band. That, Burn effects. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, the mirror. No. Oh no. Uh, they're like Christian. Impending oh. doom. Oh yeah. They're like one of the first. Oh yeah. Band. Every fucking minute. <laughs> it's so annoying. I fucking blew we the... peaked so hard on that. Just like uh, we saw them at Cornerstone the one year, and it was just All like, right, I guess I do have to. Yeah. Anyway, last song on the album while Colin takes a pee. Well, I give la- Jason a lot of <laughs> Capricorn, another oh. eight minute gent. Like every song on this album is like six, eight minutes long. It's good. It's fine. I have no problem with it. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Give me those four tra- sax tracks. Like, j- yeah. Check that shit into my veins. Everything else, boring. I get it. The pacing, the pacing is a little off. But so what? What I was thinking is, that I feel like it's almost like this album was written by two different bands. It's like, oh, four of the six, four of the ten tracks are like these like super cool, innovative. I'd even say five are these super cool, innovative uh, songs, and the rest is just boring. Meshuggah worship. Yeah. And it's fine. The drum... Like... The drumming's great. The... Like, the musicianship is great. But it's just... It's generic. So... Are we, that's the end. Alright. So yeah, that's the end of the album. Let's get into our... Uh, let's get into our All five right. categories. Our, our category... Our six categories, sorry. Our album artwork, musicianship, brutalness... Production, lyrics, and then general opinions. Everything based out of 10, and then we'll combine. So general opinion is like an overall. An overall kind of like, because you can, all those things can be really well, and you still not like it very much. Yeah. Am I having a stroke or is there something burning? No, there's something burning. Okay. (laughs) the, the, The studio's on fire. There's some drunks in the living room cooking pizza, I think. So, okay, so, um, album artwork. Oh my goodness. Seventeen thousand? <laughs> Seventeen thousand no. no out of ten. 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 Perfect ten. ten. Jason gives that album artwork a perfect ten. Musicianship. Uh musicianship. I uh uh ten. A, ten. a solid ten. eight. A solid eight. Yeah. Uh brutalness. Uh um See, the thing with these tech death bands is they like to get more spiritual than brutal. Yeah. So that's like a four. Four on the brutal scale. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like your... Uh, now, these opinions, 
and these reviews are, is based on absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. This is just this is just horseshit. Riff raff. Riff raff. Production. Um. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Fair. 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 Lyrics. I'm not into the whole spiritual thing, so I'll give him a six. Yeah. Get it. And then general opinions. Like total overall? Yeah. Uh, seven and a half, I think. Seven and a half. Just, uh, it's not your thing? Hmm? Like, what, like, what explain there, seven and a half? Seven and a half is good. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's, that's like an IMDB rating that I'm... That you'd be like, yeah, I'll watch that I'll movie. watch that. But an hour, but an album is an hour. You can listen to it over and over again, which you have. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. But am I going to like it? Get, are, are you going to get the album art tattooed on your arm? No, Probably not. No. See, 7.5 is good for me. I like it now. Jason's you know a me. critic, as we all know. I, I Jason move. is a bitch. All right. He's a... <laughs> which is good. He's, he's such a bitch. What was that guy's name that used to review clothes? Kent Blackwood or something like that? I don't know. The blacklist. All right, Colin. Album artwork. Ten. You didn't sure. let me finish my thought, but whatever. Fuck you. You're a bitch. <laughs> Moving on to Colin. Ten yeah. out of ten. No, I love the album artwork. I really love It's just super cool. The coloring of it and the whole fact that it's just right in your face. The face-to-face. I don't know. Yeah, it's right up there. You know, if, if they had anything to do with any folk, it would have gone to a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Musicianship, Colin. Um, you know, I don't want to just copy the whole list here of numbers, but no, I'd agree probably like an eight. Because, uh, you know, there were some parts where it's like, like you said, it's generic, kind of like. But it gets so offset by the sax because it's just so good. Like, they're all super talented, but it's not all that. Like, it's super innovative in parts, and then it's like, oh, this is really boring. Yeah. Well, how many albums do they actually have now? A three? Three, I think, yeah. yeah. I feel like this is the album where they're, like, starting to really experiment with stuff. With well, the this is... The, the, the sax and everything. Yeah. Like, I'm really excited for four. Uh, obviously, this they've exploded on this, too. Yeah. This is this ranked on Billboard. Really? Yeah. yeah so we should. They were just here in Toronto with... Um, some deathcore tour and we should have gone. It was like them and like Rings of Saturn and mm. the Faceless. Um, brutalness. Well, I guess you're defining brutalness as brutalness like, is your own just, your own Colin's definition of brutalness. Well, seeing as I don't pay attention to the lyrics or anything, I don't know if they're talking about chopping up hookers and right, right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and making porn grind out of it or whatever the fuck that's called. But yeah, I. Just the overall sound, I'd probably just go off of and say probably like a six. Like it sounded pretty brutal. Yeah. Fuck this pen is cool. But so, I have no idea what they're talking about in the. I guess I guess they're more spiritual. Oh, this as Jason pen is says, cool. it just stops working. It's cool, but it sucks, dick. Oh yeah, no, it's a piece of shit. Just spit on it. Just spit on that wood. There you go. Produc- <laughs> production. <laughs> Production, no, they sound really good. I'd say probably eight. Yeah. Especially the blending of the sax, you know, to be able to have that, you know, the digital distortion and everything like that still sounding like raw, but at the same time adding that sax in and it wasn't super overproduced and like 
bunch of reverb thrown on it. Like it just sounded really good all together. Lyrics. No fucking idea. Ten. 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 <laughs> I don't know. We'll give it. We'll, we'll call it a six then. We'll call it a six because I have no idea. And general score. General score, I'd say probably an eight. Eight. I really liked it. All right, album artwork. For me, right across the board, this is a fucking 11. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the album artwork for this is so cool. You gonna tattoo it on your arm? Honestly, it would look cool as shit. Tattoo it on my tattoo. dick. Yeah, I want to put it right on my butthole. <laughs> Some girl like just goes to go down on you. It's just a face staring back. And it's, it's like, just like it's, it reminds me a lot of the Dinosaur Junior album Tree. Not familiar with or that. farm, sorry, farm. It's a very similar album cover, like a, a monster made of weed, basically. Uh, musicianship, uh, I'm right. Same with you guys. I'm going to give it an eight. The musicianship is incredibly tight. It's incredibly complicated, and I, but it's, it's not. It doesn't have the. Uh, it's all. It's the same thing every track. It's not. There's a lot of arpeggios. There's a lot of. Yeah. It's just. It's not this innovative. It doesn't have enough to get it to a ten. Speaking from a guy who can't even fucking play a D on a guitar, but... But he loves the D, so... <laughs> exactly. Uh, brutalness, I'm giving this a 7. Brutalness for me is just, like, fucking heavy and... But they're... Uh, but they're also trying really hard to be brutal. Trying really hard to be heavy with those bass I think they're trying really hard drops. to be spiritual, too. But they're trying really hard to be heavy with those bass drops. You know what? I'm giving it a 5. Whoa, that was a yeah. That was you a know big what? Fucking drop. I, I, I changed. I changed it for myself. Uh, actually, they're fine. <laughs> uh, production. Yeah, this is a solid eight. Whoever recorded this thing is a genius. Uh, getting that sax and that cello and everything in there sounding like crisp and smooth like that couldn't have been easy. They must have done a million takes. So that's a solid. That's a solid nine. Actually, I'm saying a solid yeah. Nine change mine to an eight. All right. Change mine to a ten. Uh, lyrics, I, I, I could give, I could give a fuck. Yeah. I, I was reading through the lyrics and it's like I love fantasy and stuff like that, but I don't, I don't understand what the fuck they're Just talking about. Just give it a six because you know what's going oh, across. Six, 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 six for the lyrics. Sound, <laughs> sound the varg alarm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, general opinions. Six. Honestly, the tracks I really liked, I really liked, and the tracks I didn't like, I f really didn't like. Um, I'm giving it a five. I don't think I'll ever listen to this album again. Maybe, wow. maybe a track or two, but this not this album is not going to get any kind of rotation from me. Yeah, well, down the line, I'll probably forget about it. That's okay, so let's try and do some math here. So out of sixty. So out of sixty, we've got from from Jason, we've got um, six. Talk amongst yourselves while I do math. All right, twelve. Uh, so how's your day going? Uh, you feel pretty good now. Pretty good, yeah. yeah. I got two workouts in today. Yeah, going hard. Harder no, than me. Not really. I mean, I just. Well, you. I go easy. Maybe. Going it all is the key, you know. As long as you get there. Yeah, I guess. Well, are you going to share with me? Uh, I guess we have to. Okay. We need three fucking mics. I, I should have bought coming. that other one. Well, I've been looking on Amazon, actually, with the scissor mic. You can actually buy, like, a set, and one comes with oh, the mic. Oh, they come right with the mic. 
I have no idea the quality of the mic or anything. I was almost just I don't thinking about I'm not, it. like like it's not gonna test it. Honestly, when you're in an isolated room and you're not, well, we peak all the fucking time on this anyways, so it's not an issue. As long as it's not like a tinny fucking piece of shit. That's honestly, I. That's what I'm worried about. How much is it? Like cheap, like yeah. cheap, cheap. Yeah. Like birdie cheap, cheap. <clears throat> but I definitely do want to get the scissor. Uh, mic stands. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> to get something. Need, All right, guys. Shut we up. We need another camera. Colin, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, our total aggregate score. That's not what your mother said. Out of 180. So, uh, out of 60, I was a 43 out of 60. Jason, you were a 43.5 out of 60. You liked it just a hair more than me. <laughs> Colin, you added out a 48 out of 60. You clearly liked it the most, which makes sense. It's it's up your alley of... So, if my math is correct, then it's probably not... Um, it's a seventy-four point two out of. Out of. It's a it's a seventy-five. It's a solid seven. seventy-five. So that's seven point five Bar. bargs out of ten. Seven point five count Grishnaks out of ten for <laughs> Rivers of Nile, where owls know my name. Seven point five zeros and ones out mm. of one and zero. Not not too shabby, at all. So yeah, my general score was bang on. Yeah, said both of ours. I mean, the album artwork really fucking up. Really yeah. boosted it up. The brutalness was pretty low, but the album artwork really, really killed it. That yeah. was that was a big one for them, and the production too. Two things that they didn't really have a whole lot to do with. <laughs> I guess. But no, a solid, a solid release from a solid band, and they're only going to get better from here. So, yeah. and speaking of only going to get better from here, so are we. We're only gonna get better I'm going to tell here. you right now, I've had so much fun with this fucking episode. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good <clears> one. Good we want to thank the guys, Jeremy and ba- Butler. Ba- ba- Barry? Barry Butler or something like yeah. that. Battery Butler, they were calling him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, good guys. <clears throat> Check out their band. We'll put a links up in the... Yeah, uh, Yoam is their old one. Yoam and, and w- Wiken. Wiken, they were They're calling it. They saying Wiken. I thought it was Wiken, like yeah. witches, but... And then, like, Weekend. Yeah. Weekend? Yeah. Fuck. What's that song? Oh, uh, I can't feel my face when, when I'm, I'm with you. you. That's what that's what we were. We were talking to the He's weekend. He's from Canada, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was them. Did you, next on our show, we're talking to the weekend. <laughs> and then next week, it's Drake. Just <laughs> yeah, Bieber. right. I would do that. I would, too. I would, too. Fuck it. We would, we would, Drake. We'd be like, Drake, unfortunately, none of your albums are brutal. On the way to Rockfest last year, I did force Jace to listen to Drake yeah. for some time. I do that like, was do brutal. You to Drake? <laughs> I do like Drake. I literally haven't like heard any. Drake and you get so. mad at me like, for liking heard... like Russian folk music. I know. And you listen to Drake. I like uh, I like Ignan hip hop. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it's pretty fun. Oh, man, I was listening to some '90s hip hop at work, and I was just like so. In My zone. guilty pleasure is '80s pop hits. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. I can see that though. <laughs> but I do love me Depeche Mode, and I do love me uh, uh, Pet Shop. What's boys. that chick's name? Oh, I always forget. Annie Lennox? No, 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 no. I uh, fucking Yazoo. 
That's so fucking funny. What was that fucking... Is that the music video that yeah, you Yeah, where sent? she's just like... It's she's a, just standing there, she's like... Come back or don't go. Man, we're over two hours now. No, we're not. Yep. What is this? This plus, plus 40 minutes before that. But the other one, that's a different episode, man. I can't keep track, man. That's a different episode. Which we have to finish. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys finish that. I'm going to go. Good app, good app. So did you? Yeah, you can go because we did the whole one. Good app. Okay, bye. Or did you listen to Kalma? Oh, oh. God. I almost fucked it. You always you did, fucked you did the... break. You did break the chair, though. The chairs broke? Yeah. <laughs> Where? The pegs came out of the... Well, this is there wouldn't be a bludgeoning episode if someone didn't break a chair. We need uh, and of course wrecks. it's a skinny little bitch, not yeah. us two fat asses. Yeah. Yeah, Never. what's with us in chairs? Well One not. of them wooden things, chair. <laughs> we need reinforced steel chairs yeah. in our shows. Well, I'm just well, glad this chair isn't going through my body. Yeah. I mean it would be good because it'd be brutal. It would be fucking brutal. But Brutals. then we wouldn't have another episode. So Alright, that's it. Listen to Ohm, listen to Wyken, and we'll see you. Listen to the radio show every Saturday night. Yeah, radio night. show, Saturday nights. 9 uh, to midnight. 9 to midnight, 101.5 The Hawk. Uh, if you're in Hamilton, or 101.5thehawk.ca. Yeah, which is, or tune in. Which is most likely tune in. If, if tune in is working. Yeah, it's spotty. It's a bit. Just use, are they on Radio Player Canada? Yeah. Or iHeartRadio? No, they're not on iHeartRadio. Huh? We're not on iHeartRadio, we're not. Superstars. Yes. iHeartRadio is owned by. Yes. Uh, iHeartRadio bought like every big station. Really? Yeah. All right. We're rambling. We're out of here. We're out of here. Off so, to go pedal some. See you next Ground week. up hooker meat. As see uh, as same as every week, same bad time, same bad channel. Fuck Kevin Smith. That's my. <laughs> that's he, my new outro. Is he dead? No, he says that. He yeah. says that at the end of his podcasts. And, I, and I've been saying that for phrase. years, and I didn't even know. And apparently, I've yeah. been, apparently, I've been ripping off Kevin Smith. Fuck Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith wants to step to me. He can come on our podcast and step to me. Or if he wants to invite hey, me on man. his podcast, I'll step to him any day. Any day, Kevin Smith. I survived a heart attack. Yeah. And I say fuck you, Jonas. Yeah, he did though. He yeah. did survive no, the good, widowmaker. No, no, good for Kevin Smith and all that shit. But fuck him for stealing my line. Silent Bob, you're coming back. All right. All right. See ya. See ya. See ya.